Welcome to a special edition of Motoring Files podcast, which has not been named because it's not White Riff Radio, but we're actually here, um, this is sort of a Bimmercast special, and we're here with uh, with Michael from Bimmerfile, and this of course is Gabe um, from Bimmerfile and Motoring File, and we, we wanted to do a quick special podcast on next generation of the Mini, because a lot of people have been asking, you know, when am I going to see the F56 and F55, etc., and and one of the things that, that we've been slowly figuring out is that things are a little different than, than what we've led to believe. So really quickly, Michael, this is, this is what seems to be uh, happening. The, the F56, which is the, the replacement for the R56, will be, isn't even being tested yet. No, that is that's absolutely correct, Gabe. There's nothing in the roads here in Germany, and you're not going to see any in the roads in the UK um, at this point. And the reasoning I've been told from sources I, I trust within in Munich is that BMW will be engineering the front-wheel drive BMW, and then basing the Mini off of that. So I mean, so, that's got to that's got to kind of freak the Mini folks out a little bit. I mean, I know those guys, and they're very um, territorial, if you will, and they love the Mini brand and Obviously, they want to make sure that the Mini is a Mini, uh, especially especially the hatch, which of course is like the heart and soul of that whole that whole company. Um, so we're talking about the fall of 2013, you know, for all you know, in in reality here for the next generation. Yeah, the the typical life cycle or tif- typical length of production for a BMW vehicle, which this generation Mini is a is a BMW vehicle. It was designed by Munich rather than at the Oxford plant, essentially. Um, is is seven years. So, Gabe, you know best when uh, the R56 came to life and was first sold on the market, fall of 2006, right? That is correct. Add seven years, and what do you end up with? Yeah, fall of 2013. So, the F56 is going to be coming out in uh, basically, uh, you know, it's going to be a year from next fall. So that means that we're going to see the R56 soldier on for a little bit longer um so you know expect more special editions yada 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 now let's talk about what's going to be in in the well under the hood under the bonnet if you will of the of the f56 which is the next generation mini we've 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 talked about in fact we've talked about this in many ways we've actually debuted a lot of this information on motoring file the car is going to have a three-cylinder power plant and we've we've nailed down the fact it's going to be a three-cylinder in the cooper the the one and all the low power iterations of the mini but what we haven't 100 percent verified is if that if that three cylinder will be the engine for the cooper s okay the basis of bmw's next generation engine is the 0.5 cylinder and they're able to scale it based on the product so you know, you can. They could have a one liter. They could have a one point five, a two liter, all based off the same individual same cylinders. Architecture, essentially. Same architecture, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's scalable, which is they've, they've woken up and realized that hey, this is we really just need to design this one cylinder set and then mm-hmm. and build up. That three cylinder motor will also be featured in the BMW i8, which is BMW's next generation supercar. And, and that car will have a three. Am I wrong in saying that car will have a three turbo setup? Yeah, it's supposedly having a three turbo setup. Yeah, and it's going to be putting out over two hundred and fifty horsepower. Like a one point five liter, folks. That is unbelievable. Yes, 
you know, and that'll also be coupled to a, an electric motor. But so, so but you can get two hundred mini though. That's the one thing I want to say. Like that's an expensive setup. I mean, what, what we're talking about in the Cooper S is likely a twin turbo or a sequential turbo or or a twin, more than likely a twin scroll turbo. Yeah, and producing your run of the mill one hundred ninety horsepower, getting about forty miles to the gallon. So I think that's the big difference here. So so getting back to the Cooper, you're going to be looking at a car getting maybe even high 40s, mid 40s on the highway, um, lightly turbocharged, looking at uh, an iteration of that 1.5 liter in the Cooper S, getting around 40 miles per gallon, getting you know over 181 horsepower, obviously, um, lighter weight, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, the, we're not even going to talk about what the JCW will be uh, eventually. But the interesting thing here is that the F56 is going to be targeted for 2013, and then the domino effect happens. Then you've got the next generation clubman, the convertible, the countryman, the coupe, the the um, the, uh, the roadster, and all of those cars. I would suspect, save for perhaps the countryman, will be three cylinder engines. Yeah, they they will switch over at <laughs> at some point. And you know, the other thing to to keep in mind, Gabe, is that while the the hatch, the, the bread and butter of the mini brand, is, is on a seven-year cycle. We have to look at these other cars as almost accessories to that car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, so you're going to have the coupe going for, you know, uh, the, the the hatch going for its seven years. Probably the convertible will go for seven years. The club will go for seven years. And then these new niche cars, the the coupe and, and the uh, Roadster, I can't see them lasting seven years because of the fact that you're going to have architecture that's a dated as far as electronics go, yeah, and, and b they're not selling them in enough quantity to actually produce the parts at a price point that is going to yield them profit. I think and, and you're probably might, right. You know, and that's what people might not think about is like, yeah, it's cheap to produce, but at the same time, if if you have to build parts that are not being built for anything else, it's going to cost you a, a damn lot of money. So. So basically what we're saying here is that, you know, the, the, the R range is going to be ending perhaps even around 2015-16. I would imagine the Countryman will probably have a, have a, a combination of the 1.5 three-cylinder and perhaps maybe some of the two-liter uh, four-cylinder engines. Um, I would hope as an enthusiast that the John Cooper Works next-generation engine will be a four-cylinder two-liter. Uh, we, we will see. I would imagine that would fit under the Mini's um, short bonnet. But... I think the big the big story here is that you know as we look at it, really the next generation mini isn't going to be hitting the streets until 2013 fall, and we're probably not going to see that car until even summer of 2013 at this point. Yeah, we've seen very few shots um, of the BMW hatch. The front wheel drive BMW hatch is is very few and far between, and it's really being worked on behind closed doors. So. Mini's Mini's taking the the back seat to that, and you know you, you think about it is yeah the the Mini guys are probably a little bit on edge that BMW's cutting into their, cutting into their uh, their pie, but at the same time uh, the same people that built this generation Mini are are the ones building the next generation. That's Mini true, and I think you know for you know when you when you look at stuff on paper here, we're talking about an engine that is more powerful, that's more efficient, that's lighter. You know we're talking about a chassis that's going to be shared with BMW let's just assume that's good. It's going to be more high tech. It's probably going to be, you know, more, you know, 
I hate to say this in a, in a, such a broad way, but probably better engineered because there's more at stake. So, you know, if you look at those dry figures, I can't help but think that there's probably a little bit more going for this next generation Mini on paper. I think the thing that I'm a little nervous about as a Mini owner, Mini enthusiast is, is it going to have the Mini feel? Is it going to have a quick ratio and steering? Is it going to, uh, you know, have that chuckability? You know, is it going to feel like a go-kart? And we know that BMW reinvented Mini with the R50, R53, et cetera, very successfully. And, we, and I can't imagine that they would they would swing and miss with something this important. No, they're not going to swing and miss because they have a lot riding on it. Um, they, they really are looking forward to the, the future of Mini. And this is why you're seeing these new these new products is they don't want the, the the brand to be stagnant. You know, they they could just let it sit out there and be like, oh, this is a mini and let mini do its thing. Right. But at the same time, they're they're investing heavily into sharing architecture and investing. You know, realistically, they're investing a BMW product with the underlying idea of this is really a mini. Right. Right. Well. Um... That was that was nine. That was ten minutes of, of some of the some of the most interesting mini news you'll hear in in, uh, in a while. We wanted to we wanted to get that out. Uh, it's something that Michael and I were just talking about on the Bimmercast. We figured we'd do a quick show just all about minis for motoring fall, just because some of this some of this information has recently come out, and it's also kind of like we're piecing it together um, on the fly here. But it it, it looks pretty uh, pretty set in stone as far as the time frame for the F fifty six. Now that said, the next couple of years are going to be pretty cool for many i mean we're going to see some special editions we're going to see of course the um the coupe version of the countrymen the roadsters coming out so you know many fans tons to tons to look forward to until well and the new the new refresh gabe has got to be a big big plus right absolutely the new refresh i mean the the the, the r56 refreshed car which i'm looking at right now as i look out over my driveway is is really fantastic i mean the engine's fantastic it's it is you know, for my money, the best small hatch out there still. It's so, yeah, no, no question about it. And I think, you know, you're going to also get the Roadster and the, and the Coupe um, really kind of, uh, you know, giving the public something new. So that's it. I mean, really, again, this is the podcast with no name. Uh, we'll just call it the Motoring Fall Podcast, which we've had in the past, a little special edition news item. We will be back, of course, with White Wolf Radio. And if you're ever interested in talk like this uh, about BMWs, check out the Democrats over on BimmerFile.com. But uh, until then, yeah, cheers. Thank you.